Glory. If you really want to get fired up on the Holy Ghost, you got to be in the Word. A lot of people are barely in the Bible. They'll read like one verse. They'll have like a verse of the day and think that they're going to get some breakthrough. Oh my God, you'll get eat up by demons in Babylon the Great. I've put the whole Bible into my heart several thousand times. Since 2006, I've had the audio Bible around me on repeat 24-7. We have a radio station that just plays the audio Bible and glory music 24-7, 365. And you know why? Because I need it. Not because I'm a religious Pharisee boasting in the Bible. No, no, no. Because my heart as a new creature in Christ runs on the Word of God. That's the fuel of my new creation in Christ. I live off of every word that comes from God, and so do you. A lot of people just eating the scraps off of God's table. And they got some good stuff in their life, but how about increasing the goodness of God in your life? How about overdosing on the Holy Ghost? You know, when you're on drugs and alcohol and sin and all that stuff, you overdosed. Some of you got alcohol poison, poisoning, binge drinking. You're radical for the devil. Why aren't you radical for the Holy Spirit? Who calmed you down? What demon calmed you down? You need to get set free today. You need to get riled up. I hate looking at you people settling for complacent satisfaction and your little white picket fences living in an American lie. You know, just having a happy, clappy family and a decent job. Get a life. You're forfeiting your life to Satan. You're created to be kings and lords of heaven on the mountain of fire. God's going to ask all of you to return to a higher place. The mountain of fire is going to carry you to a higher place beyond your human ability, beyond your human education, beyond anything you can do or know in yourself, because God is real. There's a mountain of fire here rising in your hearts. And there's a throne of fire on the mountain of fire. And there's a river of fire that proceeds from the throne of fire of the man of fire that sits on the throne of fire on the mountain of fire. It's a lot of fire. Did you know that fire and glory are the same substance? Shekinah? Do you know that the burning bush on Sinai was burning with Shekinah? Or whatever mountain it was. That natural mountain burned with Shekinah. We read about the fire burning in the bush, that the bush was burning but not consumed. Bush. Oh my goodness. Freaking drunk, man. Whew. This is the time to be drunk. You can get drunk on the fire of God. That's what the seraphim are. You can get drunk on the new wine. You can get drunk on the blood of the Lamb. The blood of the Lamb is the glory of God. The anointing is the glory of God. The Word is the glory of God. It's the kingdom of glory. The mountain of glory. The king of glory. We're in the crown of glory. Seated on the throne of grace, which is the throne of glory. It's to get you out of your human mind. It's to get you undone from this world. 
getting undone in the sun and having fun and revealing to everyone that Jesus is not a religious demon. Jesus is the one trying to set you free from complacency, trying to set you free from religiosity and your Sunday celebrations and your Sunday ritualism and your eight to five slavery during your work week. Oh, I know most of you are still in slavery. This is really Moses' exodus. Not that work is bad. It's just there's an angelic work of the mountain of fire that will rise in your heart so you can actually do divine work instead of human animal work. You're not the slaves of the billionaire class sorcerers of Babylon the Great. That's what you would be if you don't repent. You'll be slaves to money. The pyramid on your $1 bill forever. Just good slaves. Satan loves the Christians because they're the best slaves. They're so honest in paying their taxes. They're so obedient and happy in their slavery 8 to 5 jobs. And that's exactly what it is. I mean, don't water it down and just say, Oh, be happy with what life gives you. Don't be happy with what life gives you. Life has given you a kingdom of hell and a Babylon the Great and submission to billionaire class sorcerers that manipulate you with every lie from birth. Growing up believing in Darwinism that you're just a bunch of chimpanzees so just be happy with what you get because animals don't deserve anything and the fallen angels and the sorcerers and the billionaire class and the Bilderberg group just throw you scraps off the table so that you don't throw a fuss. But they'll sacrifice you in another holocaust in a New York second. You're not loved by the billionaires of this world. You are hated and used and controlled. And this is a message of revolution. And it's a spiritual message. <laughs> it is, because this is a spiritual war. You're fighting demons, you're fighting devils, you're fighting lies, you're fighting spells, you're fighting hypnotism of the mind, brainwashing from birth, and Greek education that kills the inner child so you don't have any creativity, so you're stuck in a cubicle your whole life. Uh-uh. I can't even, I mean, I, I look at some of my family members... And they're a little more radical than the average slave in Babylon. But I love my sister Ashley Barthrop so much. And to see her just malcontent in an office job, knowing the destiny in her and the dreams that she told me she had when she was a kid of being an actress and being a performer and a creator and all of that imagination and all that creative genius that, that she had when she was a child and to see it systematically annihilated out of my own blood sister by going to university and becoming a communist and becoming a socialist and becoming just really a, a frickin' Pharisee <laughs> And just and just having the inner child die, I mean, it makes me all the more intense to fight for those I love against the system. Rage against the machine. But not with natural violence. Not with rioting. 
but with divine intelligence and with rivers of Holy Spirit fire. See, what you need to realize is Jesus Christ is your biggest fan and you need Him in your corner. If you're going to knock out the enemies keeping you in slavery to money, slavery to debt, slavery to all the crap, the drugs and alcohol, and all just the false pleasures that produce death in this life, you gotta, you're going to have to get with Jesus. There's no other way to overcome the darkness than with Jesus. And I'm telling you, Jesus is a fighter. Jesus is a mighty warrior. It is written, God is a man of war. But we're not fighting with flesh and blood. We're fighting against demons and devils. We're fighting against spell-casting sorceries of starlight, of hypnotism, and brainwash in the brain. It's a potent sorcery and a magic spell of fallen angels on people's minds, keeping them in an animal state, in a matrix. And they come out of that tub of goo like Neo, with cables and cords. And there's always a prophet there from God. There's not just a couple prophets. There's thousands of prophets that will tell you a similar message today of coming out of sin, coming out of darkness, coming out of devils, coming out of slavery, and coming into the glorious light of freedom. And being free on the inside, even if you still got to do work on the outside. We're changing that. We're changing this world. We're changing civilization. This isn't a small movement. This is the great awakening of the end times and the manifestation of the mountain of Zion out of our hearts from our spirit life regenerated through Jesus Christ. And it's going to rise through our minds in the renewal of our minds. And it's going to be the chief of all the mountains in the last days, and it already is. And you're on that mountain today. If you can hear this word today and just even receive 1% of it in your heart, wanting freedom and abundant life, freedom from money, freedom from slavery, freedom from everything that hurts you and your family, you're on the winning side. I tell you the truth, that's the revolu revolution. It's a revolution, and it's also a renaissance. <laughs> it's a renaissance of the inner child that this world tried to kill, called your spirit, the human spirit. This world has set out to kill your human spirit from birth, this world is an enemy of those whose inner child is still alive. They will call you every name to try to systematically categorize you and make you just another lemming to work in their slave systems. Anyone that speaks outside the box is an enemy of Babylon the Great and a prophet attacking the world system, attacking the lies, attacking the deception, attacking the mind control. This mind control isn't technology, though. This mind control is Satan and his angels. And that's where a lot of people miss it. They'll listen to a little Alex Jones, and they're not spiritual enough to realize how spiritual this thing is. You're dealing with fallen angels in other dimensions. Real angels that fell from heaven. Jesus Christ said about Satan, I saw Satan fall like lightning. And you're surrounded in an abyss, in a chasm 
of dead cold space called the bottomless pit. And you're born with your head connected to the stars called original sin. And you got to disconnect from Satan's stars, the red dragon whose tail swept one third of the stars. You've been born of flesh, you've been born of the red dragon, the primal evil. That's the original sin that every human being is born with. Then you get born again, Nicodemus, John chapter 3. You must be born again. You've been born of flesh, now be born of spirit. Jesus is the Savior of the world, and He loves you more than anyone else. He is saving you from Babylon. He is saving you from the matrix. He's saving you from slavery. And if you obey Jesus, and you obey the Spirit He gives you, when you're saved, get into the Word, begin filling your spirit with the Word, obeying the Word, walking on the water of the Word, getting washed in the water of the Word, and walking on the water of the Word. Amen? Every day, we're water walkers of the Word. And the more Word you have on you, the more that Word from God can carry you up to higher places above and beyond your human ability. That's the divine ability of the Word of God. What's the Word of God called in Revelation? King of kings and Lord of lords. He's the leader of this revolution. <laughs> it's not Alex Jones. you got a lot of people, and I know there's some people saying good stuff. Donald Trump is not even the leader. No, he's a member of the revolution, no doubt about it. And I know people got a problem with that. But it's true. Satan has his puppets, and Jesus Christ has his. Jesus Christ and his armies of heavenly glory are greater than Satan and his armies of hypnotism, deception, and lies, and black and white magic spells of lies. Greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. But what happens when he who's in you comes out through you, through your mind renewed, into the world? Then the celestial bodies are shaken. Then you start shaking everything that can be shaken in the world, in the marketplace, in the religious center, in all people's hearts and minds. You shake them. See, we're born of the sperm of God. That's what's written in 1 John. Read the Bible. Read 1 John in the Amplified Classic and then actually realize what being born again of the Word is. The Word is the sperm of God. <laughs> Amen? That's what the Bible says. So when you got God's own sperm or DNA inside your spirit, and it's not natural, it's supernatural. So get your minds renewed about all the pornography you looked at and all that crap with natural sperm and all that. This is the Word of God, the sperm of God. It's the glory of God. It's the spirit of glory, the spirit of grace. And it comes into your belly, into your spirit. And it grows your spirit in spiritual stature, in favor and wisdom. Jesus was the divine sperm. Oh yeah. And the virgin gave birth to the Messiah, and his name is Emmanuel. Amen. Jesus Christ of Nazareth is the Messiah of Israel and the Messiah of God. Born of the Virgin Mary. True story. And Jesus in Luke chapter 2, the Bible says, grew in favor and wisdom. So if Jesus was born of the divine sperm and is the divine sperm, and he grew 
What happens when you're born again of the divine sperm, of the Word of God? You also likewise need to grow. And that's where we really miss it. Having begun in the Spirit, we try to finish in our brain, which is the flesh. We can't finish in our brain. Our brain can do nothing. Our brain is the outer court. The flesh counts for nothing. John chapter 6, it is written, We need to continue growing our spirit until we have the Father's abilities and our minds renewed, blazing through us in seven blazing torches. And we do. Some of us do. Some of us are operating in miracles and mighty wonders. We're seeing Elijah signs and wonders this year in Red Letter Ministries everywhere I've gone. I mean, historical, record-level, torrential downpour, flooding, and rain. And what's the sign of Elijah in the book of James? Elijah prayed, and it stopped raining, and Elijah prayed again, and it rained. That's what the Bible says. And we saw historic, record-level rain in two different cities. And I didn't do much traveling this year, but where I went, we saw the mightiest signs and wonders in recorded history. Glory to God. It's not Brandon Barthrop, it's Jesus Christ through a life sacrifice with Him to death at the cross of Calvary. you got to understand that. Get over seeing the flesh. I really am just a lump of clay in the potter's hands that he formed into whatever he wanted. When I got born again, I was a brain-dead zombie from LSD and drugs and rebellion. I had been expelled from high school. I mean, I'm a total loser. I went to four different high schools. I messed up everything that could you could ever possibly mess up. I was in juvie, and when I was 15, I was in rehab when I was 15, and then I got arrested and did 22 months and got saved when I was doing 22 months. <laughs> and it was awesome. I got was reading the Bible, praying in tongues, Holy Ghost, miracles, signs, and wonders. You can read my testimony on redletterman.com. But I'm telling you guys, you got to see past the lump of crap that God uses. Paul called himself the worst of all sinners. He was nothing. Christ in him was everything. you got to get over seeing the name and seeing the man and start seeing Jesus because Paul was like king of kings of the whole world. And he was honored and loved by millions of people. And they weren't worshiping him. They weren't idolatrizing him. He was just so crucified with Christ that he was walking in the kingship of God the Father on earth. And there's going to be thousands of men and women so crucified with Christ and dead to this world and alive to heaven that they're going to have Thousands of people underneath them, honoring them, praising them, thanking God for them, that they removed all the darkness in the region, and they're the lords and kings of the kingdom age, called the apostles and prophets. It's true. Oh, we shouldn't worship a man, we're all equal. Lion demons. Obviously, we don't worship any man. We worship Jesus. But the Bible says he's king of kings and lord of lords. And that every Christian is a priest and a king. Revelation 1. That means it's the first revelation. That's the foundation of Christianity. That you're a royal priesthood of kings and priests and the divine race and offspring of God the Father. You've come out of His loins. You're the sperm of God. 
but we have all this false humility in our souls of religion that says, Oh no, give glory to God. Just I'm just a little old sinner. I'm nobody. Well, that's true. You were a nobody. But now that he came in you, he's somebody. Keep your eyes fixed on Jesus and let him grow through you. And the morning star, the light of his glory, will rise in your heart and your face will shine with the glory of God in an ever-increasing glory by the angel of the Lord. And that's what gives Jesus Christ the most glory. That you're transfigured by the renewing of your mind. Romans 12, 2. False humility and religious pride in the goat nature that's still in slavery doesn't give God any glory. It tramples His blood underfoot and says, I don't even need the morning star to rise in my heart. I'm good in my own eyes. As long as I'm a good person, go to church and, you know, do whatever. <laughs> I don't even need God. And that's what religion is. Christian religion or the earth's church and false earthly Christianity is the whore of Babylon that has rejected transformation, that has rejected the actual metamorphosis of every Christian that receives the divine sperm and said, no, I don't need to change. I'm good where I'm at. And they go live a human life trampling the blood of Jesus under their feet every day. Not us, God forbid. We will let the Word of God run its full course through our hearts and minds, and God can form us into whatever He wants, because we're the clay and He's the potter. And we don't bring our opinions and our ideas to the living God. We just bring our bodies as a living, living sacrifice. And He's the fire. And He's the living God. And He can do whatever He wants with us every day. All of you, Heavenly Father, none of us, in the name of Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Be blessed. If you need some resources, some teaching, some preaching to grow your spirit, there's a 2016 Glory School on our website for free, and there's a 2017 Glory School on our website for free. We've done over 900 teachings in the last three years, and we give all our resources away for free to grow this revolution and to grow this renaissance and to develop the inner child back into creative genius so everyone can come out of the matrix and everyone can live a divine life in Mount Zion and be glorified and have the best possible life on earth. RedLetterMen.com. We'll see you tomorrow.